You are now entering the Bronx. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. That's right. And we're coming to you from a, a gloomy, chill day again. Yeah, another it's, good day for Kevin. I love these days. Yes. I love these days. You're, I can't get enough. You're living. Yes. My dogs and I were in the bed just looking at each other going, <laughs> We love it. So we went uh, <laughs> we went out for Mother's Day with Matt's siblings and his mom Aww. to Burbank to go to like uh, weird stores, like fun, quirky stores. Oh, that's fun! Oh, it was great. We would like we went to one that was like a museum for like magician objects and stuff. Okay. It was really kind of fun. Sure. But uh, one of the stores we went into was a, a doggy and cat rescue. Oh. And. Um, and I was just like, oh, I God. wanted to take them all home. Those places, and they, they're they piping in the Sarah McLaughlin music. Did they do the music? Yeah, they did oh, the God music. God damn those people. <laughs> Holy oh. crap. How do you, how does nobody, how does anyone not leave with like 17 dogs from these places? I don't know. Which reminds me, uh-huh. um, we did a poll um, from our episode in uh, <laughs> Centralia, I believe, with dog person versus cat person. You did many polls. I did. <laughs> You've done lots of polls. Done a lot of polls. But we did a poll on Twitter. What? Oh, and there was, was it a... greased up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was filled with, um, whoa. Hello. Just butts on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. I miss the days where Twitter was just butts. <laughs> I think it still is. <laughs> but now it's buzzing. But now it's all angry. Buzz talking to each other. <laughs> so what was the final... Right. Oh, okay. We have a result. Thank you, everybody, who uh, participated in the poll that yeah. we put out on Twitter this week. So the, the options were cat person, dog person, neither, or both. Mm-hmm. We had 24% for cat person, 33% for dog person, yes. 10% for neither, and 33% for both. So people are either dog people or both. Dog people and cat people, yeah. generally. Yeah, and, and I mean, cat people were not far behind. No. But, uh... Well, they kind of are. Yeah. Because they're... that's 66% dog or both, and 24% cat only. Yeah. Yeah, so... So you're, you're lacking. Uh, so something tells me they're lonely with their cats, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but my, I'm planning to do more polls because I just had fun I'm watching. I'm sure you see are. <laughs> no one is surprised by that. I like my acrobatics with my polls. So let's, and my firemen. So since we're talking Mother's Day, can I tell you how good a son I am? Yes. Okay. So I had to work at my restaurant on Mother's Day. Of course. Um, and then after work, I drove up through the night to my mom's house, and and she didn't know I was coming. Oh. So the next morning. I just walked in, and I had help from, like, my aunt was there, and my sister, and my niece all helped me, like, like you know, be surreptitious. And the next morning, I just walked in with a cup of coffee and be like, hi, Mom. What's up? And <laughs> her little old face was so good. Oh, I love so that. I got a couple. Of, this is why we're recording late this week, because I got a couple of days with family this week. But that's great. That, and that's fun. That's it's an a, important week to do it. Yeah. No? Happy Mother's Day to Happy all the mother's, mothers out there. Yeah. Thanks for giving birth and going through the excruciating pain yeah. of labor and childbirth and then raising a child. That's right. And everybody who's who's getting birthday presents... On your birthday, you're doing it wrong. You need to be giving your mother presents mm-hmm. on your birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A high five. Uh-huh. 
is not a present. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you? Oh, did you grow up in extreme poverty? I'm sorry. <laughs> Small town. Here's, your, here's, here's a box of pasta and a high five. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh my God. You did great. Well, speaking of gifts, actually, this is a perfect segue okay. to uh, the bright spot this week. Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you've uh, heard the show before, you know that the bright side. Uh, is a history and a comedy show where we dig into some tragic episode of history. Mortifying as mm-hmm. episode. And then we find the good in it, right? Yeah. But also every week we start with a segment called The Bright Spot. Yay. Which is one of my very few contributions to the show. <laughs> you should do a lot. I don't do that much. Uh, so this week's Bright Spot I just love. And it's we're talking about giving gifts, right? So this one I love. Okay. Um, earlier this month, a 96 year old lady uh died what uh, why well, how is this a- <laughs> hold on that happens all the time she was 96 okay uh her name was sylvia bloom okay and normally that wouldn't be necessarily noteworthy because she was a secretary at a law firm for 67 years that's a long time no it's definitely a long time but it's the kind of death that impacts the people around her generally right of course and why are we talking about it because unbeknownst to anybody in her 67 years of buying stocks for the different um, lawyers that she worked for, she would also buy some for herself uh, in little quantities over 67 years and amassed a fortune of $9 million. What? And didn't tell anyone about it until she died and the executor of her will, her niece, discovered that she had $9 billion. $9 billion? $9 billion. B, with a bi- billion. I'm sorry, million. Sorry, oh, excuse me. I was like, what? $9 million. <sighs> most of which, almost all of which, she designated to go to charity. Wow. The, to the major, the major benefactor is uh, Henry Street Settlement on the Lower East Side, which serves 60,000 people in New York and does uh, scholarships to help kids prepare for and get through college, that does transitional housing, and does all sorts of educational and, and programs. And she made all this money and didn't tell anyone. And then, like, it's possible her husband uh, didn't know about it. I love that. Yeah, and then uh, and then she gave almost $9 million to charity on, on her death. She lived in a little one-bedroom... Um, and and could have lived on the Upper East Side. What I love about that is that it's, you know, like, I've talked to Matt about the idea of, like, when my films take off and, like, when things start to happen, and, and we've talked about, like, where would we want to live? And, mm-hmm. like, and, and we joke about the idea of, like, we'll live in Homeby Hills mm-hmm. because, like, that's what you do. And right. I'm like, but in reality, I would like a small house mm-hmm. with a nice sized plot of land that I can garden and have fun with mm-hmm. because I plan on spending my time filming and traveling. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's so, it's so funny to me that people are so materialistic mm-hmm. and like, I get it. Like there are things I love. Like if I see something with a pig on it, I want to buy it. Sure. But like, okay, th- well I'm going to treat that like it's a universal feeling, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't, I guess we'll just let that go. Sure. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, Everyone no loves figs sure. and hippos. And, but the point is that, like, I love the idea of, like, you don't, you're not going to bring your money with you to the grave. No. So, like, why not help people out? Yeah. 
And, and you know, even with your small plot of land with pigs all over it and gardening, uh, she's still better than you. She didn't even tell anyone. She lived in a one-bedroom place, and she gave $9 million away. She was a secretary for 67 years. I love she that. would walk through snowstorms just to get to work because she didn't, you know, want to be anywhere else. And, oh, my God. So, anyway, she's my freaking hero right now because that – so, Sylvia Bloom, our hats are off to you. You're a better person than me. And, uh, yeah, that's our bright spot. You know, rest yeah. in peace and thank you for the incredible work that you did serving others that you'll never know. Yeah. That's incredible. That is incredible. You know, it's not easy to find good news a lot of the time. Today's a tough day. <laughs> Today was rough. Today is a tough day in the world. We're recording on a day of another school shooting. We're yeah. recording on a day that, that the administ- the current administration has tightened rules or is moving to tighten rules on abortion access. It's not easy to find good news, but right. we've got to do it. Well, yeah, because otherwise everyone's just going to want to jump off a bridge. Mm-hmm. And if all of your friends jump off a bridge, you also have to jump off a bridge. Yeah, Another the, thing I learned from my mother. The lemming. Mm-hmm. It's the lemming. Uh, syndrome? Yeah. The lemming syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, we coined that. <laughs> Hashtag coined. <laughs> I'm going to do a poll. What animal are you? More poles. You, you, you with your poles and your holes all the time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's uh, our bright spot this week. Cool. Well, let's then let's dive into the meat of of things. All right, I'm going to hold my nose and, and and dive in. All right, so what are we talking about this week? So, uh, you know, I don't know what's going on. I I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am. Who yeah. are you? I don't know. I just put a bag over his head and brought him here. Yeah, and I shed, this room looks familiar, but that's all I got. Uh, so every week, Jason T. Gaffney has gone out and he has researched and he has written and he has, you know, done all the work and he's uh, got this document together and uh, we are going to talk about something and I don't know what it is, but I'm excited about it. We're going to talk about your favorite subject. Really? Fashion. Uh... <laughs> oh. You are the worst. Fashion. We're talking about fashion this Style. week. Style. Fashion is a tragedy. Clothing. That completely counts. These are just a few words I could personally live without. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, we are gay people. For yes. sure. But we did not. Whatever gene that was, we did not get it. That uh, passed us right by. Yeah, we are. I think that the term is called normcore. Have you heard this? What? Yeah, I'm wearing. We're you know we're both. You're wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt. I'm wearing cargo shorts, which apparently nowadays is even worse. Oh my god! I might as well just like kill yourself. Shit on the street. (laughs) I know. Oh god. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we're not into so much the fashion. If you are, you know, more power to you. Yeah, I love when I see someone who does fashion and I can appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's just, to me, it's I don't want to put the effort in. Mm-hmm. It's stressful. I actually, this week, funny, just yesterday actually, I bought my first pair of high heels. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I will be doing drag for the first time Congratulations. ever. So maybe, so I'm not into fashion now, but maybe catch me next year and I'll be like... Hunty. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. It's so either just be shitting glitter. That's right. That's right. Um, I have a pair of high heels from when I was auditioning for shows in New uh-huh. York. I bought a pair uh, to audition for Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Uh-huh. And I bit it in the audition. Oh, no. You I fell down? I landed mm-hmm. very hard on my ass <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, did not make it past that round. Well, no, you wouldn't. I was doing great other than the falling because the floor was slippery. <laughs> Other than like wiping out and going in front of everyone. I'm sorry, but I was doing great until the falling. 
<laughs> there is a good reason you didn't get called back. <laughs> You're very talented. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Maybe just don't do heels. I know. It's yeah. not, for, it's not it's my fine. thing. Anyway. So, I admire... Turns out they're people. uncomfortable. Yeah, they're uncomfortable. And <laughs> anyone who can wear heels, you are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so, but back in post-Civil War days, uh-huh. if you weren't into fashion to let people know that you had money, then you were low class. Okay. So basically, like, you poor, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. You're basic. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. basic. So, but even with that, mm-hmm. there was this controversy with old money versus new money. So, like, a bunch of people got new money during the war. Oh, sure. And then the old money was like, I don't like the new money. There's al- there's always been a war between old money and new money. Yeah. Do, do me a favor, old money. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right? Yeah. New I'm people on the are allowed to, like, get money and do things and, mm-hmm. like, be good people and, and not have to, like, prove themselves to you. You're a communist. <laughs> <laughs> so, back in the 1880s, uh, the women who thought of themselves as the people who were supposed to have, have money, because mm-hmm. old money is like, we're supposed to have money, no one else is. Right. Um, they got together and formed a bunch of fashion rules uh, that people needed to follow. Okay, sure. The reason they did this is that if someone was rich, showed up to an important event wearing the wrong type of dress or outfit, mm-hmm. um, then the insiders could shun the bitch. Oh, well, no, yeah. Because, well, like, how dare you wear a long sleeve dress for this event that's short sleeve? That is... A time-honored tradition, shunning people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I have little to no objection to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's shunning me right now. <laughs> so, for example, uh, they came up with the idea that you couldn't wear uh, white when it wasn't summer. That was just made up? That was made up. I thought up. that was a rule. That was a rule Wait, they made up. Wait, hold on. People just made that rule up? Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I thought that just was the way things were. No. Wow. So, even though it's proven co- that uh, white is a c- color of clothing that helps keep you cool in hot weather, uh, they basically decided after Labor Day, you would not wear white. Yes. And you would not wear it again until after Memorial Day. Oh, my goodness. So, even though September is, like, brutally hot right. and unpredictable, white was unacceptable. Okay. So, these women are like, it's it's fine. We're going to, like, suffer just to keep other people down. Wow. And I'm like, you have to have some fucked up mentality well. if you're going to be that kind of person. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So before long, though, the lower and middle class, like, figured us out mm-hmm. and obeyed this sham of a rule to fit in. Um, and to this day, people still are like, you can't wear white after Labor Day. That's true. This is, a, like, a common, this is yeah. common knowledge. And who my, were these women? Who who was who were these people? The old upper class, old money. Love her. Motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have just worn nothing and been like, how this, bitch? Well, Mark Twain decided this was not the thing to do. Yeah. You know? Tom Wolfe died this year. Oh. And he would wear white suits all the time. Good too. for him. Mm-hmm. You better wear white. Well, he died this week. Oh. Just this year. God. Author of Bonfire. I, that's what I said. It's been a hard week. <laughs> God dang. Hard week and not in the way that I like hard no. to happen. With your polls. Oh, polls. So another trend like this happened, uh, if you can believe it, with men. Oh, well, of course I can believe it. I am yeah. a man. <laughs> so straw Men hats. can do some stuff. Straw hats. Oh, sure. That was a big thing. Oh, yeah. So, President uh, Theodore Roosevelt made the hat popular in 1906 when he was wearing one while down at the construction of the Panama Canal. Okay. Back then, if you were a man 
and you were not wearing a hat, you were poor. Sure. You were lower class, whatever. Right. Now and it's completely flipped. I know. So <laughs> so basically, what's, uh, what's funny is that they had these uh, felt hats back in the day, mm-hmm. and they were really hot and stuffy. Okay. And so in the summer, they would switch to straw hats so it breathed better, because otherwise sure. people would get like heat stroke and pass out and stuff. Yeah. So uh, between May 15th and September uh, 15th, men could wear straw hats, but not one day earlier or later for fear of being ridiculed and having their hats destroyed by being stomped into destruction. Good lord, what, were there little hat mobs rolling around? <laughs> I want to join. So, I want to join the hat mob. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Well, you're going to get a chance. Fantastic. So the rest of the year they had to wear felt hats. Hey, buddy. Yeah. What's that on your head? It's, it's a hat. No, it's made of. Straw. Don't you know it's September 16th? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so in fact this date was so important that september 15th was labeled felt hat day (laughs) (laughs) stupid yeah (laughs) happy felt hat day thank you well thank you sir (laughs) good day christmas arbor day and felt hat day these are my my top three <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'm going to give you a present of a high five. Uh, thank you. <gasps> oh, it's the most precious thing I've ever got. Because <laughs> you don't have a hat. <laughs> so, newspapers would run advertisements reminding people not to forget to switch out the hats. Really? Yeah. God. It was very important. God, it's as it's, it's if advertising was in on this somehow, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, in fact, the New York Times apparently wrote that people who refused to change over a uh, to a felt hat... Uh, quote, may even be a Bolshevik, a communal enemy, a potential subverter of the social order. Because you couldn't... Okay. You're a communist if you wear a straw hat right. after the date. Right. How dare you? That's That seems legit. Get out of here, commie. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. So... Fashion is a tragedy, is what's underlying all this. Okay, the rules are all made up, is what you're saying. Okay, yeah. you're, you're killing me with this. So, I mean, back in this day, hat was, hats were very important. Very important. Very important. Um, if you were a gentleman, hat was a must. If you weren't wear one, then uh, you weren't completely dressed. Mm-hmm. You were basically naked. You're never fully dressed without a hat. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm like, you're way too overdressed when you're wearing a hat. <laughs> no kidding. I actually wore a hat here, but only because I didn't want to do my hair. <laughs> That's what I do now. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to do my hair, I just wear a hat. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Uh, so, Okay. Uh, if you had a hat, and you then you were important and rich, and if you didn't, then shuffle on off. Mm-hmm. The South, however, would wear straw hats slightly longer into fall because the heat was so bad. But the Southerners... So when was when was felt hat day in, in the South? I don't know. November? They don't ever pay attention to the oh, man. South. Subver- <laughs> it's like their subversion of rules yeah. would extend somehow to some larger event. They're like... We're going to secede <laughs> like, over I'm, felt hat day. First of all, I'm wearing my hat anytime I goddamn want to. Also, I own people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those motherfuckers. <laughs> so, uh, one such place where the rule was strictly enforced was New York City. Okay. It wasn't a law, but based on how people acted, it may have well been. Cultural norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you wore your straw hat past September 15th, people were allowed to make fun of you, knock your hat off your head, and destroy it. Jeez. The logic behind this was that if you didn't know better to change out your hat for the changing of the season, then people would do it for you. Thanks, people. I know. It's like, God, thanks roaming bunches of bullies. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, it would be friends or coworkers. 
Uh, but over time, young boys and street ruffians would join in the fun. Street ruffians? Yeah. Did you take the time to write down street ruffians? I did. Okay. Did, I, it, did it give you a little thrill when you wrote I it? I was like, oh, there's some ruffians mm, here. Mm. Some street ruffians. I also just love, like, with friends and coworkers like that, who mm-hmm. needs enemies? It's true. I mean, like, <laughs> like, I've got a new tradition. I'm going to burn your clothes off of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch you run around screaming as your clothes are on fire. Oh God, you know, like yeah. Or I'm gonna like cut up all your documents. Jeez, because you no didn't kidding. file it on Happy Felt Document Day. God. So anyway, now we've got ruffians joining the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a one time of year where young men and boys could lash out at those who were often rude and terrible to them. Okay. Just like men back then were were shitholes. <laughs> so sure. We we still are. Yeah, we we're are. Still pretty that much doesn't change. <laughs> shitholes. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone would be like, yeah, okay, yeah, he deserved it. He deserved to have his hat flipped off his head it's and just, destroyed. It's just a cultural, like, accepted bullying. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I just love it. it's like victim shaming. It's yeah. like it's like the idea. Like, wait, how are they victims? They're victims. Well, they're victims af- of the bullying. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's the same argument with like that woman was wearing the outfit, so she deserved to be raped. Oh. And it's like it's it's not the same it's extremity. True. Well, no, but you yeah but you're wearing the wrong thing, and we deserve to, and we're gonna assault you. We're gonna assault you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it was assault. Sure. <laughs> like let me slap your head and like <laughs> I'm like not without a safe word. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, by the time uh, 1910 rolled around, the kids were really getting into it. Okay. So, they got so into it that on September 15th, 1910, the police had to get involved to protect the men who forgot to change out their hats. Are you kidding? Nope. The- Is this... Wait. We're not talking about fashion, are we? We're are we talking, talking about-, about some kind of hat riot going on? There might be. What? In, uh, in a few I years. thought we were talking like the general rules of fashion. We're not, though. This is just about yeah. freaking hats. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Pittsburgh Press wrote, wrote the pol- I'm so ashamed. <laughs> people. <laughs> I hate being a human. <laughs> are really important. Okay. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Press wrote, the police had to intervene in more than one instant to protect straw-lidded uh, pedestrians. Uh, and then they followed up with, uh, quote, is it all, is, it is all right for stockbrokers on the exchanges to destroy one another's hats if they like, on the principle that everything goes among friends. Uh. But no man likes to have his hat snatched from his head by somebody he has not yet been introduced to. That's true. <laughs> like the earliest form of consent. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the only reason that we're talking about it is because it was happening to white men. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, my God. Well, that's how it started. Yeah, the earliest form of, like, the idea of consent was this, you can't take my hat off and if I don't know you. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, for me, it's like, I don't want someone, you know... Touching my shirt without if well, I don't know them. It's it's important though. The statistics are important because what is it like eighty or ninety percent of these hat assaults occur by people you know. Oh God! It's it's date hat assault. <laughs> so okay, so I love now that the tradition people are all like upset about how everyone's latched on. Like mm-hmm. it's just like this tradition, and all the like rich people are like, this is unacceptable that poor people are getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the rich people. We did this to separate ourselves, and now they're doing it too. Yeah. What, what now? What do we, I think I have to buy us an, an island now. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck finding an island That's to right. mimic me with. <laughs> and they're just like, I'm going to take this one over here. Damn it! <laughs> 
So um, here's another stupid rule that I thought of while learning about the straw hats. Okay. It's um, St. Patrick's Day green pinching ruling. Oh, if you're not wearing green, you get pinched. Right. Okay. So, uh, and Gosh, I, that's something I just thought was true anyway. Yeah. God, I, it's, it's, it's actually really crazy to me to, <laughs> re- to just remind myself because of you that... All these things are just made up. Yeah, they're no, just made up. They would not like the universe said, like, you're not wearing green on this specific day. But that's how it gets into your head, kind of. It's like, it's like if you're not wearing green, you get pinched, you yeah. know? Oh, my God. So, apparently, people in Ireland wear green to celebrate their heritage as a response to the British wearing red. Oh. It was like something, like, originally, Irish people wore blue a lot, but then they changed to green okay. to be like, fuck red. Okay. I mean, blue isn't red either, so whatever. The point is, true. Uh, you'd get pinched. That's just true. Well done. <laughs> this is the best fact we've ever had <laughs> blue isn't red <laughs> quote blue yeah. is not red yeah contest that bitches <laughs> is blue red yes or, no? yes or no oh do you hear laurel or yanny oh i hear laurel yeah that's because that's what it is well but i hear both no I, i'm i'm sure because you have good ears well thanks they, they talk about the younger the, the younger the ear the more likely you can hear both the younger the ear yeah so I don't know why I can, because I'm very old. <laughs> well, you have good ears. I have old people ears because I'm half deaf. So... <laughs> wait, you... wait, I'm old and you're half deaf? What show is this? That's our episode, folks. <laughs> okay. okay, what are we talking about? So we're talking about getting pinched. Right, yeah, so basically... Wait, you're not wearing green. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> so, you'd get pinched uh, to encourage you to wear green to be proud of your Irish heritage. Oh. In addition to that, on St. Patrick's Day, uh, apparently leprechauns and fairies would uh, pinch you if you weren't wearing green. Okay. And they couldn't see people who were wearing green. So, I just love the idea oh. that like you pinch people to tell them you're going to get pinched by mythical creatures if you don't wear green. That's right. So, it's like a kind of a, a friendly warning. But it's like... It's like saying to someone, like, I'm going to kick you in the shin to warn you about the person down the street who kicks people in the shin. Correct. That's, <laughs> that's know, exactly like, what it's like. Yes. It's just like, oh, God, why? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Anyway, back to straw hats. Please. Thank God. <laughs> oh, God. The straw hat tradition would continue for years despite uh, the excitable kids involved in this. Okay. Uh, and in 1922, this tradition would lead to the Straw Hat Riots. No! There can't have been a thing called the Straw Hat Riot. Yeah. Don't make that real. That can't be real. It's real. Don't make it real. It was all in the newspaper. People, I hate you. So, in 1922, uh, on se- several kids on September 13th wanted to start the hat destruction early. September 13th? Yeah, two days before. That's completely outside the bounds. So, but they did. Oh, Kids. So they were down. What are you going to do about these kids today? I know. Well, there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, we're down in Mulberry Bend, Manhattan. Okay. And uh, they I lived in Manhattan. Where's that? Uh, lower oh, East by Mulberry. Side. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they started attacking some of the factory workers and nabbing their hats. Okay. Uh, they then proceeded to stomp the hats to death, despite the fact it wasn't the fifteenth. Okay. Do you think that hats were alive? Uh, I plead the fifth. Okay, all right, cool. all right, that's fine. <laughs> so, uh, people were uh, shocked by this. They're like, "What, what are you doing? What? It's two days early." Yeah, it's like if this was three days from now, we would talk and I would understand. But yeah. this is insane. <laughs> if it were three days from now, he would have had it coming. That's right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but now I don't even understand why you would do this. I say, young man, young man, why are you stopping the hat? What, 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 what? How could you? What, 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 what? It's the third. What? I, what how could you, kids? <laughs> hey, Mister. I'm fucking up your hat. <laughs> yeah, asshole. 
So they then moved on to a group of dock workers. That was a mistake. Yep, the dock workers <laughs> were not going to have it. Yeah. They decided to fight back. Office workers, sure. Dock workers, not the same thing. Within moments, small fights were breaking out. They went to the meat packers, and they went to the army. (laughs) Here's the best part. How many kids died? (laughs) (laughs) So, we'll get there. The the kids versus the dock workers, and before long, a full-on free-for-all was uh, ripping through the city like a tornado with hats being destroyed in its path. Good lord, like a tornado that just, like, like targets hats. (laughs) I just love the idea of, like, like, it's like goblins versing it. Versus an ogre. Yeah. These little kids are, like, swarming on these grown men and, this is... and attacking. What? And the grown men are fighting back. So I just, like, have this image of this grown man, get, like, kids are jumping on him, and he's, like, pulling them off and flinging them across the way what into buildings. What year is this? 1922? 1922. All right, this is what happens when you don't let kids drink. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. So, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> get your kids drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> gangs of men defending hats and gangs of mostly boys destroying hats were roaming the east side of Manhattan. Jesus. The police were eventually called to help break up the violence and several people were arrested. I hope so. On September 14th... How many hats died? <laughs> Lots of hats. Lots of hats. All right. On September 14th, the New York Times wrote a, uh, a story with the title, quote, Straw Hat Riots Embroil East Side. Jeez. And they wrote in this article, quote, Scores of rowdies on the east side and in other parts of the city started smashing hats. Wow. Police reserves were called out, straw hat bonfires were started, <laughs> and several men were convicted of disorderly conduct in the men's night court, end That's quote. amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine waking up and reading that? Y- yeah. And being like, what the fuck? It's two You're days like, before hat It's day. September 14th. This yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, oh, were these kids, like, they were lower class kids, right? Yeah. Maybe they didn't have a calendar. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they did not know. They they did know. Maybe they thought it was the 16th. <laughs> yeah. 15th. Well, no. 15th, it's the you strong, could it's, still. No, it's Fell Hat Day. That's right. That's when you change oh, out. Oh, okay. So maybe they thought it was the 15th, and it wasn't. Yeah. Because they were misled. So... Maybe well, they were going by the Catholic calendar. <laughs> or the Jewish calendar. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Or the Aztec calendar. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's not Tuesday, it's Advent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed her. It's the Ad- Aztec hat day. <laughs> Get over here so I can kick your ass, No, no, we're going by the Mayan calendar, so yes. Fuck the Mayans. <laughs> They're all dead. So, <laughs> the men were given $5 fines. Uh, and the police and magistrate sent out a message in the article to the people thinking about snatching again, saying, don't do it. Okay. In fact, the magistrate who was in charge of this was named, and I'm not joking here, Peter A. Hadding. Hadding? <laughs> yes, Hadding. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Was he, he wearing, did, did, he, did you wear hats in court, I, I wonder? He wore the wigs. Didn't so. they wear wigs back then? I don't think I don't so. Know. Not in America. Well, this he, is America, Jason. And, well, they British they don't, we, Men don't wear, wear wigs here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they do. Well, DragCon just happened in Los Angeles. I know, and you I wanted didn't to go. go. Why didn't you go? Uh, we didn't go because we just, it didn't work with our schedules this time. Mm. We're plan. We're gonna plan to go next year. Though. We were gonna watch television. We were watching television all weekend. Couldn't no, go Matt was working. Oh, he was working, and then I was working. Okay, and I was working out. Yeah, yeah. Making so muscles. You, no time. No time. I get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we w- we want to go next year when we can like spend the day. Okay. 
All right, so Hatting is quoted as saying, It is against the law to smash a man's hat, and he has a right to wear it in a January snowstorm if he wishes. To hit a man's... That's right, this is America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to hit a man's hat is a simple assault. Thank you. And in this court, it will be treated as such. And I want you to spread this word among all who would smash hats. Yes. Well, we're just putting, we're putting the foot down on... But not on the hat, because that's yeah. assault. <laughs> he would follow up with, quote, I'll send the next one to jail. I intend to see that citizens are protected in their property. I like him. Yeah. He's a stand-up guy. Yeah, he was a man who didn't really care for fashion or fashion trends. No. Uh, he was, for but rule of law... he did care for self-expression. Yes. <laughs> he thought it wasn't practical for a man to wear a straw hat in winter, but if he wanted to, he should be allowed to do so. That's right. I'm like, it's still a fucking hat. Get your laws off my body. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He was... Of that ilk. So you would like think it. you would think after Hatting wrote this whole thing that the, the boys and men would have calmed down, right? I would not think that. You know why? <laughs> why? Because I've heard of people. <laughs> so the hat snatching grew, sure. and now there were roaming gangs all over the city of boys snatching and destroying hats. What day is this? The fourteenth. Okay, still not okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's never okay. But. Why are they justifying it? So several more days happened. So by the 16th, the Times Uh wrote, quote, In some cases, mobs of hundreds of boys and young men terrorized whole blocks. The hoodlums would hide in doorways and dash out 10 or 12 strong to attack one or two men. Jesus. End quote. So this has seriously not become about hats anymore, right? This is absolutely a class situation, like a class war. Yeah, I'm sure there's part of that going on. I I, I kind of hope so, because, like, there needs to be some much more deep-seated, like, animosity between these groups than because of fucking hats. Uh, no? Well, oh, kids are the worst. At this point, uh, boy, the boys now had clubs with nails sticking out what of them. What the what the fuck? <laughs> well, hold on, this escalated. Why? The New York Times. It's still not even the 15th. I know. No, now it's the 16th. On the 15th? Yeah. Okay, you're allowed to be clubbed in the face with a bat with a nail in it <laughs> if you're wearing the wrong hat. Yeah. Because, you know, you were asking for it. Social time. Right, but this is a day early. So the New York Tribune That's wrote, my major problem with it. <laughs> the New York Tribune wrote, quote, hat-hunting hoodlums were armed with sticks at the ends of which nails projected at right angles. Fucking God. Um, the idea was that the nails would help the victim snatch the hats off people's head. And, and, then de- and an eyeball or two. Oh, God. And then defend uh, them against retaliation of the victim. Sure. So, like, if the men tried to fight back, they'd be like, I've got a nail for uh, yeah, you. Yeah, it's a dual-purpose weapon. I like it. Uh, this caused many severe injuries. Some groups of boys were using their sticks to force the men caught with their hats to run a gauntlet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wasn't able to find out what the challenge was, but I feel like it was probably like hazing like a frat. get to the other side, I think, with yeah. your life and all your eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this was not the only way that hat snatching was performed, however. What? The boys would line up. They would do like a sort of Mikado. They would get an all white face and do it. <laughs> yeah, they would perform a racist show and then grab hats. Um, the boys would line up on the side of the roads, and then uh, when cars would stop, they would attack the cars. Why would the cars stop? Oh, because so, the lights, lights and traffic. The cars would were open top at this point. Because if I'm in that car, I'm like, I'm not stopping yeah. for nothing. You're just blaring on the horn. Get yeah. out of my way, bitches. Cars are open top, and like they've got a top speed of like seven miles an hour, right? So just keep going. So the the cars, because they're open top, they're basically like easy for them to attack. Oh my! So the Times wrote, "quote A man who said he was E. C. Jones, a promoter of seventy West Ninety Third Street, telephoned to the Times that this happened when he was riding uptown on an Amsterdam Avenue car." 
at about 9 o'clock last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said the car was attacked by a group of boys who later disappeared in a mob of about a thousand. What? End a quote. A thousand boys are doing this thing and they're attack. Okay. I also love the fact that he was a promoter specifically of 70 uh, West 93rd Street. I, I wonder if that's... I, I recognize that, but that seems weird. Maybe he was a promoter of some kind who lived at 70 West, but I'm, no? Yeah, it was just kind of like weird. That, I don't like, know. I, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, so by this point, some of the men were fighting back and often would pay the price of getting beaten up. So they weren't even just taking the hats now. Now they're full yeah. on like pummeling I mean, guys. let your hat go. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so Harry Gerber, who was 25, was one such man uh, and had to be taken to the hospital because injuries were so bad. Uh, he was beaten and kicked. This is... Kids, you cut it out. Yeah. The uh, police were really struggling with this because uh, not only were they not able to keep everything in control, but they were becoming snatched hat victims themselves. Oh, sure. Cop hats, I'm sure, were going for like a premium. <laughs> so are they on, selling these things or what are they doing? On a hundred, they're destroying them. Just destroying the hats. Yeah. Okay. On 102nd Street and 3rd, acting Detective Sergeant Brindisi was a victim of such an attack. Really? Um, a gang of boys jumped out and grabbed his hat and threw it into the street. He chased after them but was tripped by other boys and fell face first into a gutter. Wow. I just love that they like they now have like tactics. Yeah, they're, they're like yeah. Armed, they're like okay, boys, here we're gonna do this. I'm gonna grab his hat, and when he runs after me, little Jimmy's gonna trip the fucker. Wow! And then he's gonna land face first in that gutter there. I'm. This is really <laughs> scary now. Yeah. Like Roman, oh, this is like a Clockwork Orange happening. <laughs> so, uh, other police, however, were able to break up the gangs. Uh, in one area, only to find that the boys would meet up again in a different part of town. Jeez. A few plainclothes cops, uh, King and Lamore, were jumped by 10 to 12 armed boys at 109th Street and were able to apprehend about eight of them. Okay, so these were 10 to 12 boys with the normal amount of arms, or was this a couple of boys with up to 10 or 12 arms each? <laughs> I realize... 10 to 12 armed boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't. I, I know what you mean. Not, well, there's at least two boys, and it's plural. Yeah, yeah, but like 24 arms. <laughs> 10 to 12 boys who were armed with weapons. But they were able to apprehend eight of them. Okay. They brought them... The weapons, the arms, or the boys? Everything. Got it. <laughs> they brought them to the 104th Street Station, where they were not arrested because they were all under the age of 15. Whew. But not reason enough. But we're going to get to something okay. amazing here. Instead, right. Lieutenant uh, Lenahan, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, gave them a good talking to and then got their parents to come and get them. Oh. In his call for them, he recommended that when they got there, they gave their sons a good spanking. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the Tribune actually wrote about this saying... I'm for that. Quote, in this, in this, I, in you this know, instance. Yes, in this instance Lieutenant, specifically. Uh, Lieutenant Lenahan... Uh, invited the boys' fathers to come to the station and spank them, and the invitation was cordially accepted. <laughs> How polite. Another site says uh, the Tribune also wrote, quote, and seven were spanked ignominiously by their parents in the East 104th Street uh, police station by the order of the lieutenant at the desk. I love that. When it's just kind of like... That, what, how weird is that? Back in the day, they're just like, well, I'm not going to put him up on criminal charges. Just mm-hmm. spank him. Well, I don't know. It's like, who's doing it better? Them or us with our mandatory minimums? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. You know all these boys were white. Oh, I know None that. of them were not white. Because if they were that. white, they would have been arrested. Sure. And then... Ugh. Ugh. So, anyway. God, people are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the I l- wish there was another alternative. 
Another alternative? To people. To people? I guess that's why the people are alone with their cats. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're the ones who won the poll. Maybe they win. Yeah. Cat people, I take it all back. You I wish, win. I wasn't allergic to cats. Stay at home. So the, <laughs> the lieutenant warned them that if they were caught again, they would be arrested this time. Okay, sure. So the boys. And spanked. Yeah. And jailed. <laughs> and, we're, and we'll take your hats. Yeah. We'll give you hats just to take them. Yeah. So, uh, during this entire time, hat stores were remaining open well after normal closing hours due to the high demand of replacement hats. <gasps> Is this whole thing a conspiracy by Big Hat? <laughs> <laughs> so, the New York Tribune article wrote, uh, the police... That's insane. Hold on. What? <laughs> Hold on. People are like, well, there's roving bands of children who are uh, attacking people with, like, nails and stuff. They're taking hats and eyeballs and beating people up. So what I need to do if my hat gets taken is get another hat? Yep. Like, the hat's what's pissing them off. <laughs> Just go hatless for a day. Well, they're probably thinking, like, eventually they'll get spanked out of doing it. I don't know. I don't think, can, I don't think we got armed enough There's people. There's thousands of boys. We would need a 12-armed boy to spank all these people. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, New York Tribune wrote, quote, The police reported that the youthful marauders were suspiciously active in the immediate vicinity of such hat stores. Were the hat makers paying these kids? Uh, so they don't, they never proved that. But okay. the, uh, the, and the police weren't accusing the stores of actually actively encouraging the boys to do this, but it was suggested. Wow. Uh, my yeah, theory, by me, just now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> my theory is that the boys would smash a hat, and then the men would go buy a new hat, and then the boys would smash that next hat. Sure. Or a combo of everything. It's like, God, how important is a hat that, like, when you have that going, you're like, but I need a hat. How will people know I'm rich? I won't. I, exactly. I'm not even fully dressed. I can't go out naked now, can I? I, I? <laughs> I dispute that claim. Well, I mean, okay. I, I think that it's not necessarily that the kids were being paid by the hat stores, right? But right. they know where the hat stores are, so and they know where people are who have new hats. Yeah, they're right? targeting. Right. So uh, it's, it's plausible also, that the that Big Hat wasn't behind this. Right, and Big Hat actually was a thing. So we're going to learn about Big Hat. Sure. So it's possible that the hat stores were slow on business because it wasn't quite the seasonal change, or they had too many leftover straw hats from the prior year and encouraged the boys to do this. Because they wanted to sell out their wares before the next shipment came in. Um, because their their ads were run in newspapers, ironically, next to the articles about the hat riots. So they're like, get your hat, get your hat. And because uh, it's the time of the hat switching, you know? Oh, my God. So it was actually common. That is disgusting. I know. But wonderful. Yeah. But disgusting. It was... I love stories that have that human element of, like... Humor and and a dry wit and also just craven awfulness. Yeah, that's wonderful. Those are my favorite kinds of stories. <laughs> so it's it's common for hat manufacturers to uh, have to obey the fashion laws, just like our stores nowadays. Mm -hmm. uh, and and the National Asso Association of Straw Hat Manufacturers actively campaigned to prevent merchants from selling their summer hats too early. Okay. Uh, they would say it National was... Association of Straw Hat Manufacturers. Yes. Okay. So they, they actually would the say... powerful lobby. <laughs> <laughs> they would they would quote it as saying, it was poor policy to do it ahead of season. Sure. So my theory holds that they bought too many straw hats and wanted to empty their, straw, their wares, you know? Okay, sure. Uh, eventually the chaos quieted down. I would think that the hat manufacturers, though, wouldn't they be too upset by seeing the hats destroyed? No, they want because every year... I know, I'm kidding. They would design new straw hats. I know, yeah. I'm kidding. 
They're terrible. <laughs> so the the chaos quieted down and things returned to normal. Thank God. No deaths. Yeah, on September seventeenth. Yeah. No, it was like eight days of rioting. Oh, Something God. Like so, uh, hat riots. Yeah. That's a thing that happened. Yep. New York City with white people. Sure. Well. Because we're because we have worst. time to to do these ridiculous things. Because yeah. we're not worried about anything else in our world. Right. There were no deaths reported, but many injuries. Sure. You know. From all the, the clubbings and spankings, there were a lot of injuries. Yeah, no kidding. So, <laughs> Feel free to spank your kids. Also, this is the this is the bat with a nail in it that he had on him. So if you want to spank him with this. <laughs> <laughs> the next uh, several Septembers would see some hat violence, but not like this. This went on for years? Oh, yeah. In uh, 1924, however, an un- unnamed man was killed protecting his hat. What? So there was a death. In 1924? Yeah. President... Over a hat. Yeah. A straw hat. A straw hat. That he just could not let go of. You can take my life, and you can take my liberty, but you'll never take my hat. Dude, give up the hat. Ah! Really? Yeah. Oh, he didn't do it. <laughs> so, President Calvin Coolidge was spotted in 1925 wearing one on September 19th. Mm-hmm. A sign uh, that this hat snatching should end. Finally, some clear leadership. (laughs) In the front page coverage from the New York Times, uh, the headline read, quote, Discard date for straw hats ignored by President Coolidge. It read what? Discard date for straw hats ignored by President Coolidge. That's huge. Yeah. So, Martha, Martha, did you see this? Yeah. It's, what? A, it's incredible news, Martha. What? What's the news? I can wear my hat. What? Until November if I want to. What? Yes. I'm not buying a felt hat, perhaps ever again. I feel so liberated. Get a hold of yourself, uh, man. Uh, 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 it's not the law, but you have to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what a crazy president does. I lost control. Yes. Uh, you're right. He's yeah. a wig. Yes. <laughs> He's literally a wig put mm-hmm. on a drag queen's head. Mm-hmm. I think you were a beard in that sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. People think that uh, he did this because of the death of the year prior and to discourage others from doing it in the future. Oh, yeah. Uh, it did work. Joking aside, that, that is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, it, eventually, it all died down. Uh, mm-hmm. The depression also played a part in that. I think it did die down because we're not seeing a lot of hat deaths. <laughs> hat snatching. Right, hat snatching deaths. Roving hat snatchers. Yeah. That... Although there was that uh, cool article about the butthole tickler. I'm sorry? You know about the, butt, the butthole tickler? No. <laughs> Around what area does he operate primarily? <laughs> Specifically. He, he's not in West Hollywood. Okay, but where is he? He's in I jail now. No. <laughs> <laughs> the butthole tickler would break into people's homes and, and while they were asleep and he would tickle their buttholes and uh, they would wake up to that. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, um, God. Yeah, not what you need. He'd run. He'd be like, oh, you're awake. Rah. Yeah. Thank you for, you know. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Thank you for that. So the uh, <laughs> the depression also played a part in, in all of this um, because people couldn't re- afford replacement hats. Right. They're sure. broke now. Oh, yeah. Um, hats also went out of style. Well, so that's the upside of the depression. Yeah. Probably saved some hat snatching lives. Yeah. <laughs> Save some injuries and some boys from getting spanked. So. Yeah, I wonder if anything bad happened during the depression. Yeah, well, we'll get there. <laughs> so if uh, if you didn't, and also if you didn't have a hat, then you couldn't get your hat knocked off. That's what I'm saying. So you know, it, it hat snatching would go on uh, until 1929, right before the stock market crash. However, okay. 
the New York Times reported that on September 11th that year, a thousand hats were destroyed, uh, and they listed a few bad guys as, quote, a uh, 30-year-old man who had gone childish (laughs) and was smashing hats right and left, and, quote, a lad of 15 who was serious about his duties. That's cute. (laughs) I'm a hat smasher. I just, like, I miss days when (laughs) you're a hat smasher. I'm a hat smasher. Okay. I'm smashing hats. It's my job. You're 15. It's my job. Okay. I don't get paid for it. I do it for the love. All right. Well, I'm just going to take... I'm going to spank you. It's an important... Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) So, the market would crash in October 1929, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't the only thing that would kill hat snatching, or hat straw hats. Okay. Baseball was another major reason that straw hats would bite the dust. Really? Yeah. When people's teams would lose, they would smash their straw hats. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, no, you, we're doing it to ourselves. Yeah, don't you dare smash my hat. I um, need it for the baseball game. To smash it later. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, oh, this is the earliest form. This is the earliest, tamest form of, like, fan violence. I know. <laughs> now, now we destroy whole cities. <laughs> <laughs> for example, in 1927, the Yankees had a game where they didn't score a single run, mm-hmm. so all the men smashed their hats on the way home on the train. Okay. They would then smash their hats again the next day when the Yankees received another shutout game. Well, They'd go out, buy another hat, come do it, and then smash it again. That is expensive. It's an expensive hobby. Well, they were rich back then. Inflation ballooning. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, it's 27. They're living the high hog. Yeah. So, yeah. The high hog, That's yeah. right. They're With living the, the high knees. hog and they've got all the... I, can, I have all the cash for straw hats I could ever want. Yeah, I've got more cats meow than I know what to do with. Listen, listen to this. I'm going to buy a straw hat right now. Oh, my God. That's right. You see it? Yeah. I bought it. Oh my god. I smashed it. You, you know smashed why? it, yeah, why? Because I'm going to buy another one right now. That's right, because you're the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Is there any bad news in the world? And how? <laughs> if there is, I'm smashing my hat. Okay. A week later, Babe Ruth scored his 50th home run of the season. What did the men do with their hats? They smashed them? No. Oh. They threw them into the stadium <laughs> and onto the field to celebrate. Oh. Uh, this would last for over three minutes. And uh, because of how many hats were in the field, the players and coaches had to help remove them so the game could continue. (laughs) (laughs) They flooded the field with hats. You know, for people who, like, die protecting their hats, they don't actually seem to have a lot of respect for their own hats. They're fucking stupid. Just let your hat go. (laughs) Like, they're all fucking dumb. Well, it's funny, though. Like, they'll defend it when it's being attacked, but then they'll destroy their own later. (laughs) Or just throw it onto a field. They're like, it's my property, I'll destroy it when I want to. That's right, you don't get to destroy my stuff, I'll destroy my stuff myself. Yeah, you can't burn down my house, I'm burning it down myself. That's right. Before you can, I'm gonna do it myself. (laughs) All right. We've reached the bright side. Have we? Yeah. Have we really? Now, I struggled with the bright side That's of this one. That's wonderful. This was a real struggle for This me is this week. ridiculous. Okay, can we just wrap our freaking heads around the fact that there were hat riots yep. in this country? It, a bunch Where of... on earth did you find out about this, Jason? Online. Oh, God. I was Googling, like, weird events in history, desperately seeking something strange. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. Straw hat riots. That's. I was like, okay, I'm hoping it's a factory where they treated the people poor. And I was like, <laughs> no, nope, no, nope, this was even worse. Yeah. It was even more mundane and stupid. Oh, my God. All right, so the hat riots are completely insane. It, I mean, it's just a small part of me that's like, I, I want to go back in time and everyone who was involved, even all the men, and just, like, spank them all. Like, yeah. you all deserve this because you're all foolish. That is just crazy. <laughs> just, like, ridiculous. All right, so, so but we've made it through and we're now on the bright side where we're going to find out what on earth good came out of this situation. Yeah. So, uh, okay, what's the bright side to crazy fashion where people get hurt? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so I say the first thing is no one was killed with the exception of that one unnamed guy who, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. It was a huge well, win. for, like... Years of violence over nothing. Uh, only for one, only one person to have lost their life about it. 
uh, is, is a bright side yeah. for sure. And you know, and it, it, in this kind of situation, especially when there's bonfires of hats in the street, oh, it like, seems like an insanely dangerous everything. Like yeah. they've got nails, nails, and, and hooks, and and they're attacking open cars and mob gangs of mobs of a thousand people, and you know. If the worst they did was smash hats, then that's not that awful. Right. It's insane, but it's not, you know. So, uh, the second was that it led to a discussion about how destruction of property, even if it is tradition, is unacceptable. Hey. And it eventually led to the president making commentary on it. That's true. So it did lead to a big discussion. I like that. There's a national discussion about, like, y- you have, you The know, right to wear whatever you want to fucking wear when you want to wear it. That makes sense. So it's probably had it probably has an effect. Definitely had an effect on loosening some of those just understood written rules about fashion that, that allows finally in its like in the slippery slope theory has led to you wearing cargo shorts. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel good. In Which them. I think now we've gone too far. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Feel free to rip them off and burn them. I might just, I might just rip off your cargo <laughs> shorts, but it's and you were asking for and it burn it because of what you were wearing. <laughs> uh, I, I also think it was a situation where the bullied actually started standing up for themselves. Okay, so it's kind of ironic because the bullies in the situation were folks that really shouldn't have been able to do bullying like they're little kids and they're mm-hmm. bullying these grown men well you know it's but gotta it's just be to show that you can anyone can bully anyone oh absolutely and and they had to feel like this is definitely a non-empowered group of people and they're, they're like, like poor kids yeah and so they probably felt so i mean i don't i don't think it had too much to do with hats like in their minds right yeah like, this was the thing that they were focusing on but really what was there was they finally had power like this the subtext of it all mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that that's a good thing no. No, because, uh, like, the way they channeled it was just awful. But it actually does, I think the bright side for this is the lesson we can take from it, which is we have power, and we can direct it certain ways. And you can direct it toward good. Like voting. Like voting in your primary elections in California, for example. Uh, or you can direct it to something inane and stupid, like Twitter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can do both. <laughs> you do do both. I take. I'm. I'm taking my polls very use seriously. Use your power. Use your power and take all the polls you want. That's right. Actually, you know what? That is a bright. That's the bright side I'm taking from this is recognition of our own agency. Yeah. Not even joking about that. Our own agency. Our own power. And that we choose what that is. What, well, what avenue it takes. And you just actually gave me another bright side. Is that these young men who could have used With disability. With your consent. What? With your consent, I gave it to you. Oh, yeah. Yes, just saying. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying it explicitly. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. With, with your consent, you gave me the, uh, the, the, the thought that, like, instead of literally burning down the city, these young boys didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They, they still burned down the city to an extent, but they did it with, like, not killing anyone. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, not like a normal revolution. Mm-hmm. No, it's f- completely fucking abnormal. It makes no sense. Okay, don't rip people's hats off. Why do I have to tell you this, kids? Yeah. Ugh, I'm so disappointed in you children. Stop it. So, yeah, I think that that's a good number of bright sides there. Yeah, I a good few bright okay. sides there. And we hope you enjoyed this ridiculous journey into stupidity. I, you know, Jason, thank <laughs> you for finding this stupid, ridiculous stuff. You're really opening my eyes and and our and our new listeners' eyes to some of the crazy shit that's out there. Well, just it to me, it's kind of like okay, 
white people, we can do so much better and not be <laughs> terrible human beings to everyone. <laughs> that's true. Because generally the, the, the villain in every story is a white person, and that's just history. Yeah. So so you're welcome, history, <laughs> on behalf of white people. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for uh, listening today. Thanks for engaging with us on Twitter and everything. Thanks for continuing to rate and review the show. Please continue to do that. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends to rate and review us. Give us five stars. Yes, it, it actually, helps, yeah, it helps people. It helps people find us. Yeah. Well, it helps people, too. Well, we're helping people. Yeah. That's our main thing. We're we helping people. To, we want you to laugh and smile because everything else is just feces. What is what is that on your head? What's on my head? No, I was going to do a bit. It's a hat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I scared the fuck out of Jason again. <laughs> he thought it was another spider. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to do that once per week. That's my promise to you. Oh, anyway, I'm leaving on a good note. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKandJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.